From the magnificent Midwest, it's the Suzanne Venker Show, where men and women are equal in value, but wildly different by nature. Join us here every week as we challenge the culture's hugely flawed narratives about men, women, sex, and love. From coast to coast and from around the world, thank you for joining us. Hello, everyone. So today I wanted to talk about this very trendy topic of boomers and millennials. Well, I mean, specifically of boomers potentially raising or helping to raise their kids' kids and whether or not that should be an expectation or seems to be among many millennials and all of the intricacies of this issue. Um, There was an article in Business Insider last month. I'm going to read from that in a minute. But first, I'm going to read an email I got. And I get several of these. Or I have, I should say, in the last six months or so about this issue. And this one's from a woman named Tasha. Dear Suzanne, what advice do you have for parents of young children who have no support network? We moved to be near my husband's family and get little to no support from them with our four kids unless we have a hospital-level emergency. This has been quite upsetting and shocking for us, seeing as my husband was practically raised by his grandmother. I don't expect them to raise our children, but they spend more time on vacation than they do interacting with their grandchildren, and I'm so stressed being at home with four kids all day, every day, alongside homeschooling our oldest. We expected more and feel like the rug was pulled out from under us. We live approximately 30 minutes apart, and unless there's a birthday, holiday, or an emergency, we only see them once every six weeks or so. Thank you, and I look forward to hearing your thoughts. So there's a couple of missing, there's some missing information here. So, for example, I don't know whether they moved specifically to be near them, and they had this conversation in advance about, you know, wanting to be close or needing help. So there's there's that. Some people have that conversation, and then if you were to move over that, certainly there'd be an expectation that you'd have help. If you did not, that's a whole different ball of wax. So there's, there's some missing pieces to that puzzle. I think there is a lot going on with boomers and millennials with respect to this issue. I think some of it is um, super unhealthy and I think other aspects of, of it are perfectly fine, but the details matter. There's a lot of intricacies here. Okay. So I'm going to start by reading something from Business Insider. Uh, This was the title. Um, There were actually several articles, but this is the title of one of the articles. Boomers seem to have traded in the child-raising village for traveling. Now millennial parents say they have no one to support them. So that was the title. And then the takeaway, you know, the, the highlighted points of the article were as follows. Millennials have put off having children, so boomers are the oldest grandparents ever. At the same time, boomers are outspending other generations on travel and dining out, and many millennial parents say they can't get the support they need from their parents. That was the gist of the article. I'm not going to read the article, um, but I am going to read this comment that someone made because I think of all the comments. I read through a handful of them, and this was really astute from this young woman. My mother's parents are boomers, and they raised some of their grandchildren while ignoring the others. (laughs) 
myself included. My grandmother was a stay-at-home mom, then the era of divorce and working so you don't need a man came into play and she was never the same. My mother chose to do the exact opposite and spends a lot of time with her kids and grandkids. Not having family nearby is so difficult when you need people to lean on. I've been there. On the other hand, I think a lot of these millennials are asking a lot. They aren't starting their families in their early 20s anymore. Like the article pointed out, they have made the choice to wait a long time to settle down and are upset that their parents aren't spring chickens. A lot of older grandparents have spent their lives working and want to enjoy their time. Although I personally don't see anything better than spending time with my kids and grandkids one day. If I spent my life being told I was a bother or I wasn't parenting right, I'd pull away too. Boomers are also the first generation that put their kids in daycare en masse. They didn't want to raise their own children. Why would they want to help? with the grandkids. Ouch. So much here. Um, again, this, there, there's, there's details here that we have to address because it's, it's not a blanket statement about this at all. But I want to start first by giving full disclosure of my own situation um, and how I did things, just so you know where I'm coming from on this. Okay. I was born in 1968. I'm 55 years old. When I had, uh, when I, when our two children were young and I was home with them, my parents were retired and I had older parents. They were, came from the silent generation born in 1922 and 1930. So a good 10 years older than my contemporaries parents. So they were fully retired and home and active. They did go to Florida January through March, but that was pretty much the extent of their travel. They were very much homebodies and around. Um, and obviously it was my mother who was more active and involved than my father. She was, you know, about seven years younger than my dad. Um, but my point is that that to me, that's the ideal situation. I was home with my kids, but they were also nearby and available. And so there was never any struggle or issue or conversation about, um, or expectations of for sure their raising my kids for me or even the babysitting thing was not, if there was any complicated aspect of it, it's that they could only handle maybe an overnight at most. So it's not like my husband and I could go out of town for a week or something and leave. And that was not a thing, but I got spurts, you know, of a few hours here, a few hours there to, to run errands or to go out to dinner with my husband or what have you. And then the occasional sleepover as they got older. But that to me is, the ideal situation, right? Cause no, I mean, you want grandparents to enjoy the whole and grandparents I'm sure want to enjoy the whole experience of having grandchildren, but not having to do the work of that they did in the past of, you know, the real mothering work. You want to be able to enjoy them and give them back. So, um, that's what, the, that was our situation. And so my kids, saw this and really want to have this same experience for themselves. And so they do plan to be, to move home and be near us when they have children. They're not going to end up having to wing it like so many people do today by, you know, having never planned for this in advance or thought about it and then making all these financial and career decisions that sort of get them stuck where they, you know, are going to need my help financially to raise their kids. Um, you know, people are moving to go raise their kids. I mean, I have this one renter, my husband and I have a few, have a few rental properties and I have a new renter who left her life in Florida where she was happily living for the last several years in her new, um, you know, retired life. And she is still young. She's in her sixties 
she moved back home here and her daughter is paying her, I assume, to take care of her children full time, her young children full time. I think she's still a new mother, which means she's basically raising her her daughter's children. And I think the terminology needs to be super clear here. You're not watching someone else's children if you are with them full time. You are raising them. And this is a super hard thing for millennials in particular to hear or for the younger generation to hear because they want to think that babysitting is just babysitting. Babysitting is a few hours here and there. But if you are going to work full time and hiring someone else to be you while you're gone, you are paying someone else to raise your children. So let's be super clear on that. Do some boomers want to do this? Sure. I'm sure, I'm sure there are ones who do. And to the extent that everybody's happy, I have no issue with it. But this expectation piece is definitely not okay and not a good thing. You should never be in any expectation that your mother would raise your children for you um, or move to be near you. Um, so the real issue is how to handle it when it hasn't been decided or when the relationship with the parent and child, you know, the boomer and the millennial is, um, maybe not so great. And I think that's where the rubber meets the road on this particular issue. You know, what did boomer parents do themselves when their children were young? What did they model? Um, if, if, for example, they, if they themselves, the boomers both worked, which in many cases we know this is true and lived a fancier lifestyle and raised their kids in this world and then encouraged them to get, you know, to go into debt and to try and live life similarly than the way to the way they did. And then we have millennials following in their footsteps only to find out that the economy is such that that's not a possible and they've taken on all this debt and that's why they're both working to pay that off. Then they pull the mother in or the father or you know, pull the grandparents in to help sort of course correct for them. I think that's a big piece of this. That would be my guess. And maybe a lot of those boomers feel um, guilty, you know, um, at least that's what this article suggests. I'm going to go on a little bit more. There's another article in response to that article um, in Business Insider where a boomer grandma advises other boomer grandmas on how to set set boundaries with their millennial kids about babysitting. Marjorie Hirschberg found herself bonding with another grandma who, like her, was waiting at the school gates to pick up her grandchild. The stranger said she'd been roped into, quote unquote, the job by the boy's millennial parents. The couple, who worked full time, had recruited her to watch him daily. You mean recruited her to raise her children for her. That's how that should read. She was unhappy with the arrangement, but didn't know how to tell them, Hirschberg told Business Insider. The women's situations were remarkably similar. Both grandmas felt that their adult kids were taking advantage of them and then when they had their own lives to live. They also felt guilty for thinking that way. Hirschberg was particularly distressed. She said she felt that caring for her grandchildren, a four-year-old and a baby, was killing her because of the energy required. So the reason I opened this by talking about you know, full disclosure about how I did things was there's a huge difference between the way I did this with my grandparents and what we're talking about here, because what I was doing was, was super common. 
um, you're at home and your grandparents are around too, if they're older and available and retired. Now, a lot of my friends' parents were still working, so maybe they weren't as involved as mine. Um, because as I said, I had, my parents were about 10 years older. But what's going on today, the whole set of circumstances are completely different. And, and, at the and at the base of it really is the finances. And I think a lot of millennials are feeling, rightfully so, very much misled. I have a big announcement coming out about that soon because, um, well, to be continued, we'll talk about that. Um, and and don't and find themselves in this pickle where they feel like, um, well, mom, you really didn't help steer me in a way financially that would allow me to stay home with my kids. So now I'm in this pickle. I need you to come help me. I, I think. I'm guessing that's not really in the language here in these articles, but I, I feel like that's really what's going on and what I'm seeing in more private settings, um, not in these articles. Um, as going back to Tasha's original email, um, not knowing whether or not they had this conversation, remember, about whether or not they're going to move to be near them to get that help. I can see where it's very sad, <clears throat> excuse me, to be home with children and be nearby grandparents and grandparents just not wanting to be that involved. And actually that's been going on for quite a while. Cause even like 10 years ago, I remember hearing actually, even in my day when my kids were um, little, I knew people whose grandparents just didn't want to be with their grandkids. And that was so shocking to me because it was so different from my experience. So I really think that that part goes into the relationship that we have with our parents, what their, what they modeled for us, what the understanding was about their priorities. You know, like if you knew that your mom and dad really weren't into kids, right? Or or they had other priorities growing up, you can't really expect that to be any different when you have children of your own. It's just super sad. Um, I, you know, I, I, I live life so differently that it's hard for me to imagine. And um, I, my, so my heart goes out to people who have to deal with this. But at the end of the day, I think boundaries are going to be really important for boomers to have with their millennial kids. And this all, by the way, could apply to Gen Z, but they're younger and they're not quite in the throes of childcare yet, um, or motherhood. Some are, but um, super clear boundaries and no guilt. There's no expectation that you should be raising your children's children. So you don't need to move over it or uproot your life if it doesn't work for you. Um, that's one thing. And then as far as the millennials go, if you happen to have grandparents who are willing and able, awesome. If you don't, um, there should be no guilting them into it. It's not their job to do. Um, and maybe there's a way to help young people figure out, well, I know there is on my end, but I mean, for the boomers to help their um, millennial children figure out how to cut back and be able to live on one income so their daughters can stay home. So the woman can stay home and they don't need the grandma. That's another way of being helpful 
about the situation without uprooting your whole life over it. And, you know, I think that's something that just doesn't even come up. It's like considered taboo to suggest that you just stop working for a few years um, in lieu of hiring someone and paying them, which is a really obvious solution to this ongoing problem. So that's it. I just wanted to um, make sure I covered that topic quickly and to the extent that it is helpful for anybody. I um, I hope that is the case and pass it on if you found it to be. And again, if you have any questions for me about this or anything else, you can reach me at Suzanne at the SuzanneBankerShow.com. Thanks, everyone. Talk soon. And that ends this hour of the Suzanne Banker Show. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and to leave us a review as well as share this episode with a friend. As always, you may reach me with any questions or comments at Suzanne at the SuzanneBankerShow.com. And if you would like to support this podcast, which would be very much appreciated, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash the Suzanne Banker Show. Thanks, everyone. Have a good week.